Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you Mandele brende ngengi andoro boja kakarianda. Mandele broko robojo kora yeke keriere ba. Shentele mondo robojo kora yeke keriende. Mando robojo kora yeke keriende broko storobo. Mando robojo kora yeke kiandoro bobo korobo. Mando robojo kora yeke keriere ba shandarianda. Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless you, God. We magnify your name, O God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You know this 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 has been the the I've never experienced a fast like this one we're in. And what makes it different from all the others is the how deep God is willing to go with us. I think for us the focus of this fast is really more of God. His spirit, that his spirit will break out. That he will reveal more of himself to us. And it's as if God has been saying to me, if you're serious about that, then I will, but you've got to deal with certain things. And so I've found myself over the last four, five days, three days especially, having to deal with my heart. And what's interesting is that it's not the big things, it's not the boulders. It's really the pebbles, the small things. Well, I thought they were small until God made it clear to me that that they are not small in his, in his eyes. You see, because we have a way of categorizing these things. And so they are the big things, the big obvious things. And even if we haven't gotten over them, we know that they are. And we are fighting to get over them. But then we forget a lot of the things that in our eyes are smaller. And the truth is that some of the things God has shown me about myself are actually very embarrassing to me because I really didn't think I was that kind of person. If you have asked me, I would have told you, no, 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 no. I don't have those issues. 
And these are not the big, the big things. These are not what we call the big things. But I've found out that there are big things for God if you want to come closer, if you want to climb that mountain, if you want that revelation of Him. And so I've found myself dealing with these things. And some of them very embarrassing because... I, I haven't even told my wife some of these things because I didn't think I was that kind of person. I didn't think I had, I didn't think I had that issue. And it's not the big things. You know, it's not, it's not the obvious or the regular challenges that we face. It's just God digging deeper into motives in our hearts. Why, why we do things, the deep thoughts we have that no one else sees but God sees. And it's God saying to me, those deep, hidden, dark thoughts that are usually motives, why you did that, why you thought that, as much as you're dealing with all the big boulders, the obvious things, the things that we talk about all the time from the pulpit or amongst ourselves. I found God saying to me, if you want to come that close, you've got to dredge deep into your heart and unearth those things that hitherto you hadn't even thought about. And it's almost like God is saying, if you want to, my spirit will shine a light on those things. And it has been a very embarrassing time for me with myself because it's just me and God. And I'm thinking, God, I didn't know I, I mean, I didn't know that motive was like that. I kind of thought it was yeah, that motive, you know, under the light is not exactly right. When that thing was said about that person, my deepest thoughts were not exactly right. It might have been fleeting, but it passed through my mind. And I understand now, even more so, what the Bible says in Matthew 5 verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Because of the purity of their hearts. And it's exciting for me because it tells me God wants to do something awesome. Where he's demanding that level of purity in our hearts. The psalmist says in Psalms 24, verses 3 to 5, Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of our salvation. 
So I understood the prayer of the psalmist, which we pray tonight, out of Psalms 26, verse 2. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart. The New Living Translation says, Put me on trial, Lord, and cross-examine me. And that's how I felt for the last three days. I felt like, God, I'm on trial. I'm being cross-examined. I, I just didn't think I was that kind of person. Genuinely didn't think I had that, those issues or that issue. And God is saying it's because I'm going deeper. These are things that you could have lived with. But since you want to come so close then we've got to sort out your heart. Amen? And so we just want to come before God and open up ourselves. We want to say, God, we do want to come so close. We want to climb that hill. We want to that hill. We want to stand in that holy place. And so whatever it is that is on our hearts, and most of these things are blind spots, so the Spirit of God is going to have to show you. Trust me, they are blind spots. Because if, you had, if you'd seen it, you would have dealt with it a long time ago. So there are blind spots. But the Spirit of God, if you will ask Him, because God has seen your desire for Him, the Spirit of God is going to start to shine the light of the Spirit in certain areas, certain motives, certain reasons why you act a certain way, do certain things, certain thoughts about other people that are deep, buried deep but the spirit of God is bringing them out in this season because he sees a people who are saying God we want more of you more of you hallelujah so heavenly father please come by your spirit start that work tonight in our hearts we put aside every trace of pride as we come humbly before your throne and we're saying, Lord, examine us. We're saying, Lord, put our hearts on trial. Cross-examine us. That scripture says, test my motives and my heart. And that's our prayer out of Psalms 26 verse 2. Lord, test my motives and my heart. God, will you just begin to pray? from the bottom of your heart. Let, let God know you mean it. Lord, test my motives. Test my heart, O oh God. Show me, O oh God. Thank you for all the boulders. I see them. I see those clearly. And thank you for the grace to deal with those. But Father, these pebbles, O oh God, these small rocks, O oh God, that are hidden, O oh God, that are an impediment, Father, in much the way the boulders are to the flow of your Spirit, O oh God, that are stopping me, O oh God, from coming as close as I want to come, O oh God, that are stopping, O oh God, and obscuring that revelation of who you are, who your Son is, O oh God, by your Spirit, Heavenly Father, show me what those things are. Father, test my motives, O oh God, I ask in the name of Jesus. Test my heart, Heavenly Father. Father, help me to have that purity of heart, O oh God.
that brings a guarantee that I will see you. I have a revelation of who you are. A deeper revelation of who you are, oh God. Sweet Holy Spirit, I yield myself like, like someone on an operating table. I put myself on that table, oh God. That you might search my heart. That you might point out to me, oh God, those things that are displeasing to you, oh God that I might be so sensitive to the divine pleasure and the divine displeasure. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you will do a deep work in me, O God. That part of these 40 days is that I am transformed, that I am changed in my heart, that you help give me a new heart, a brand new heart, Spirit of the living God. Father, we just thank you. Go on, come. It's such a personal prayer. No one can pray that prayer for you. It is so deep and so personal that some of the things God will reveal to you, you will probably never share with another person. But between you and God, God knows that you're, 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 you're dealing with it. Oh God, Father, we thank you. Makala brande kelebro sondo lebronda kianda braka deleba. Jeke keri ende braka le mandari anda broko stolo bojaka kariana. Andele broko korobo joko la yeke keri anda braki landele brosoto. Andele brake mando robo jaka kariana. Oh God, God of mercy, Father, Father, do a work in our hearts, oh God. Father, do a work in our hearts, O God, sweet spirit of the living God. Shine that light into our hearts. Let nothing be hidden. Let it be exposed to you. Let it be laid bare before you. O God of mercy, we are privileged that you could bring our attention to this. To the finer things like our motives and our thoughts, the intent of our hearts. Mandele brokoromo jangarianda brakalebos dele mandarianda andele brakiando roboshtolobo. Oh Father, we search, we search, we search by Your Spirit. We search. We don't hide anything from You, oh God. No, Heavenly Father, we are exposed to You, oh God. We really are naked before You, Heavenly Father, that You might help us, oh God. Dredge our hearts, O oh God. Dredge our hearts, O oh God. Oh, bakande lebrosenki yanda ribazaka kelianda broko lobosh telianda broko stolobo andelebra kianda rababasende lebroko robojondo loboste. Oh God of mercy, Father, Holy Spirit, we give permission for you to invade our hearts. Holy Spirit, do a work in our hearts. Show us, Holy Spirit. We are asking from the depths of our hearts, from the sincerity of our being, that you will shine that light into our hearts, that you will show us, you will show us those things that we have overlooked, that are displeasing to the Father, for we seek the divine pleasure of our Heavenly Father. Mandelebro Kurianda Kakesh Delebo. Andorobo Jokura Yeke Keriende Rebasende Librondo Bokujanda Elebrondo Bokojokuraye Mandorobo Jaka Karianda Brokos Dolobo Mandorobo Jokura Yeke Keriende Brokos Dolobo Andorobo Jokura Yeke Kiandorobo Mandorobo Jaka Karianda Brokos Okula Yeke Keriende Mandelebrazan Kiandorobo Stolobo Father, we thank you, O God. Yes, you're the center, O God.
Father, we confess, we confess. Jesus, Father, we declare that as we open up our hearts, oh God. We know it's not done in 10 minutes or 5 minutes or however long we've prayed. But we start that process tonight. Asking that you search us. That you examine our hearts. Cross-examine us, oh God. That you test the motives and the intents of our hearts. Father, we thank you. We bless you, O God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Without a doubt, as we talk about the new things God is doing... Don't for one second think that, like Elijah, that God is just doing it with you. You must understand that there's a move of God that is starting, that has started in the nations. There are people who, because they've shown their intention to God, their desire for Him, there are people God is gathering together in the nations. Um, yesterday and today, Shola and I spent at, at Lambeth Palace, with, with, that's the home of the Archbishop of Canterbury, with a group of other leaders. It's interesting because when we started meeting like this, many years ago, the Lord told me, and I shared with the group, um, that this was a group that God was going to use uh, for the revival, around about 70 or so odd leaders um, of um, all significant ministries in terms of impact and size and expression and, and all that. And maybe not necessarily the, the, the obvious ones that you might think about, but just significant leaders. And it's, we've grown together from, from year to year. We work together. We do things like love your neighbor together. Um, but it was interesting to see where God is taking us. And 
it's obvious that what God was saying to me and saying to all of us was that, certainly what he was saying to me was that you've complicated, whether intentionally or inadvertently, this whole thing. And without knowing, you know, this kind of me on, me on trial for you guys tonight, so I don't know. Without knowing the passion of your first love has waned. Without knowing. And it's almost like God is saying to those who will hear in his church, it's all about Jesus. Don't complicate it. It is all about Jesus. Just come back to your first love. And from that position, every other thing that I want to do will come to pass. But it's all about Jesus. We have complicated it. Not because we are bad, bad people, but we kind of just, just wanted to get on with things. And maybe God is saying the same to you. It was his cry against Israel. Jeremiah, the second chapter and the second verse. This is what God said to the prophet. And please, I hope you can hear his prophetic voice as it echoes in this age. Go and cry in the hearing of Jerusalem, God said to the prophet. Go and cry to them, saying, Thus says the Lord, I remember you, the kindness of your youth. And it's not youth in age. It's youth in terms of your, when you were born relative to when you were born into his kingdom. The kindness of your youth, the love of your betrothal, the, the, the time we married. When you went after me in the wilderness in a land not sown, it wasn't perfect. It hadn't added up. But you know, at the beginning, that didn't really matter. What mattered the most was just him. And I'm sure some of you can remember that beginning. The excitement, the passion, the desire. Nobody had to prompt you. You wanted to be where God was. No one had to encourage you to come to church. You just wanted to be in the presence of God. You wanted to be in fellowships where God was. You wanted to talk to people about God. You were so excited about the things of God, passionate about God. But time has taken its toll. Life has taken its toll. And whilst in the mental sense, we are still there. But God is saying, the hearts of his people have grown cold. We have forgotten what it was like at the beginning. And for those who are here with me, 
the, 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 the few people who are here praying with me here, I know quite a number of you. And as I look at you, I remember, even I remember how it was when you started. In the same way that I remember how it was when I started. The zeal, the passion, the way we abandoned ourselves to the things of God. But now we have become circumspect. Now intellect has taken in, taken, taken its place. Now we measure uh, how we give ourselves to God. And God is saying, that's not how it was. And I'm looking for people who will love me with abandon again. When the angel spoke to the church at Ephesus, that's exactly what the angel was saying in Revelations, the second chapter, verses 2 to 5. I know all that you have done for me. It's Jesus speaking. You have worked hard and persevered. I know that you don't tolerate evil. You have tested those who claim to be apostles and proved they are not, for they were impostors. I also know how you have bravely endured trials and persecutions because of my name. They done well. Frankly, on their own scorecard, they would have scored themselves a very high mark. The works showed it. But because God searches the heart, God looked into their heart and God said, but there is a challenge. There is something I have against you. And I love the way the Passion Translation puts it. You have abandoned the passionate love you had for me at the beginning. And if, 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 if I'm truthful, I find myself there. And others on the outside might look at us and say, you're doing okay. But I know how it was at the beginning. I know how it was at the beginning. Oh God, I know how it was at the beginning. I know how I didn't care what anyone thought. I didn't count the hours when I was worshiping or praying. To pray all night was not a challenge. I, we would pray and suddenly look up and think, wow, it's daylight. Some of you can remember that. And God says, this is the Lord speaking. Since you say you want it, you want that much of me, you come back to your first love. The Bible says, think about how far you have fallen. Repent and do the works of love you did at first. They are works of love. Says, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place of influence if you do not repent. And you know what the Bible says? What is happening now is a sign of the end times. The love of many will wax cold. Matthew 24 verse 12. As Jesus in, that, in those verses, the first 12 verses, gives all the the things we will see happening, wars and all kinds of things. He says, 
there will be such an increase of sin and lawlessness that those whose hearts once burned with passion for God and others will grow cold. Oh God, help us. Father, just help us. Help us. Help us. We repent. We repent of how far we have fallen. We repent of how our hearts have grown cold. How we have become so organized. So intelligent. So calculated. We repent of how we, we've forgotten that you own it all. And we've tried to do it better than you. We've tried to be circumspect in how much of ourselves that we give you, how much time we give you. Inadvertently, we have lifted other things up as idols and some of them are competing with you, Heavenly Father. If we're truthful, O oh Lord, the passion and the fire that we used to have that made people talk about us because we had given ourselves totally in abandon. Father, we've lost it. And so, Lord, we are saying we repent. Help us, O oh God. Help us. Help us, Father. Yes, Lord. Help us. It's your prayer. Pray that prayer. If you want to worship with the team, worship Never with the team. let me go.
deliver us from the trickery of the enemy, O oh God. someone can place a demand on heaven by their desire I want more of you. by the sincerity Jesus, of their cry cry, O oh God. Oh God. Light a fire in our hearts, O oh God. The passion of our first love. The way we give ourselves completely. <laughs> we remember then they said we were reckless. And then we say, Lord, let's be reckless for you. What a tragedy that we have tried to so figure it out with our minds. The minds of mortal men and women trying to work it out and pushing you further and further away. Lord, do something in our hearts in this season, O oh God. O oh God. Jesus, more of you. Fill us up, fill us up, fill us up. O God. Fill us up, fill us up, fill us up. Yes, Lord. Fill us up. O God. Thank you, Lord. Fill us up. Fill us up, 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 fill us up with oh more God. Oh God, oh God, man, the Fill my cup, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. Oh, we bless you. Please fill this cup that I am, Heavenly Father. 
I lift it up to you. Fill this cup, oh God, please, Heavenly Father. Yes, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Yes, Lord. Trust the Spirit of God to respond. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my Formally, um, I'm going to I'm going to stay on here and, and pray for a bit after. So those of you who are here are welcome to stay with me. But we'll end end the um, the R in another few minutes. Um, I want to I want to elicit your prayers. There's a a lovely 13 year old girl who's a daughter of um, one of one of these ministers who has been part of this fellowship um, over the years. Um, wonderful man and woman of God um, doing an amazing work um, all around the nation. And um, she was diagnosed with cancer. She has a tumor. And um, the doctors have literally told the family that they should go and prepare for her. Now, I know some people die of cancer. I know that. But I also know that some people are healed. And I know that the power of life and death is in God's hands. And I choose to believe the word of God concerning this 13-year-old girl called Lauren. I wouldn't mention her, the name of her parents. Just, just in, I don't want to bring that out. It's not necessary. But her name I wanted to give to you, Lauren. Uh, because we're just going to believe God that he will just show up for that family. These are, these are good, good 
ministers. These are good and faithful servants. People who are believing with me for a revival. And so I just wanted us to spend a few minutes and bear with me if we overrun by three or four minutes, please. I just wanted us to spend a few minutes and just pray for Lauren. Her, her father said um, he's in the position where Jarius was about his daughter. And we're believing that God will show up for him. So if you just want to join me, lift your voices and just bring, bring Lauren, this 13-year-old girl, before God. And just believe with me that, that this God that we serve is still in the business of healing. And so we, we, we come against that evil cancer. We command that tumor in the name of Jesus Christ to shrink. We ask, Lord, that the power of life in your hands will, will, will be applied to this girl, this young girl. Father, we are just thanking you, O oh God, for the finished work of Calvary. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your Son, Jesus Christ, O oh God. We declare, Father, that the work of Calvary was not in vain. We stand on it, O oh God, on that finished work, O oh God. We declare that by his stripes she was healed. And so we appropriate that healing. We speak into her life. We declare, Lauren, by the grace of God, you will live to proclaim the goodness of God. Father, we ask, O oh God, that as you did in times past, O oh God, that you will confound, O oh God, you will confound medicine, Heavenly Father, that has written her off, O oh God. We say, Father, as long as it is your plan, your will, and we believe so by your word, she hasn't finished her purpose, O oh God. We ask, O oh God, that you will reverse it in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit of the living God, the spirit of healing, we ask that you will rest upon her in the mighty name of Jesus. Rest upon her in the mighty name of Jesus. Mandelebro kurianda, castelebro sende libro sakianda. Broko tolobro zondula yeke keriende, zendele bandele brasikanda labasto. Oh, we bless you. We glorify your name. We thank you, oh God. We thank you. Father, we, we, we bring her before you, oh God. Father, at 13, her life should not be cut short. Father, we can forbid things because we are your legislative assembly here on earth. And we forbid, oh God, that that, that young girl should pass away. We forbid it in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you, oh God. Lord, we bless you. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So please, if you just remember her in your prayers, her name is Lauren. Um, just remember her. We're going to believe God. We're going to, we're going to just believe God. That's, that's, that's what we do. We stand in faith. We have seen God move miraculously. Um, I, I, I saw a, a close, someone who's close to me who, uh, a man of God, who had stage four cancer just a few months ago, stage four cancer and COVID at the height of COVID. And he's totally healed by the miracle of God. So this God we serve is still healing people. I keep encouraging him because most of you know him. I keep encouraging him. You've got to share this testimony because pe pe most people didn't know what he was going through. A few of us were praying for him. And he had stage four cancer. Uh, and, and as we were praying for that, he caught COVID. And of course, the, doc the hospital was like, 
this is a challenge to put it mildly. But we lifted him to prayer. Loads of people, not just, not just us. And because his purpose was not over, God healed him. I was sitting next to him a few weeks ago and I just turned to him and said, every time I see you, my heart lights up because this shows me that we serve a miracle-working God. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. I want to keep encouraging you in the fast. And, and, and if you're at home, um, don't, don't kind of feel, you know, oh, they're going to be praying for an hour. We can't. Of course, you can pray for an hour wherever you are. Just pray. <laughs> pray, pray wherever you are. And it's not everybody who's going to be doing it. Um, some, some of us have to go. But even if, even if you go, take the prayer with you. Be in that place of prayer. Um, and just trust God for what he will do. Amen. Never had this kind of experience I'm having. God is taking us on a journey. Um, each day he's, he's, he's doing something, setting us up, I, I know. Because I said to God, God, I want to, what about these prayers? He said, no, I need to set you up so that you can pray those prayers effectively. Where you are now, forget about those prayers for now. Let's sort you out. And I feel God is sorting us out. Amen. Hallelujah. And some worship music, it helps um, around yourself and your home. Um, also to encourage you to get into the word. Revelation will come because the flesh is being subdued. Amen. Hallelujah.